So as entrepreneurs, I believe we naturally are optimistic. Otherwise, why the heck would we start businesses in the first place? I mean, the statistics are not with us. You know, you see different numbers, X percent of businesses fail, um, all that kind of thing. But it's like we start businesses for a reason because we believe we can be successful and which I think is a good thing um, because that's how the whole world ends up kind of moving forward is people believing that they can do something that other people think that is not possible. And so we have this kind of huge optimism bias. But at some point, I think it's good to have a practice to counteract that from getting you in trouble. Because if you're so optimistic that you take an unnecessary and kind of outsized risk, which I've done in the past, uh, it can cause you a lot of pain, stress, heartache, money loss, all those kind of things. And so I believe there's a few simple strategies that allow you to still retain your natural sort of optimism and positivity about what you're pursuing, but then also reduce some of the risks associated with that. And so Charlie Munger would say, invert, always invert. And so this is one way to kind of counteract this because constantly we're thinking when we're looking at either solving problems or pursuing new projects, we want it to be successful, otherwise why would we be doing it? We're always naturally thinking either explicitly or implicitly is, you know, how do I succeed? How do I make this successful? How do I make this work? That's one line of thinking. Another way to think is to turn it around and rather than how do I succeed, <clears throat> how do I not fail? And so this is what Charlie Munger means by inversion. To solve a problem, sometimes it can be more effective to solve it backwards rather than how do I succeed, how do I not fail? So the first thing to think about is what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Um, get clear on your goal because that's gonna help you sort of invert and find the opposite of this. And so do you wanna grow your business to a million dollars? Do you wanna launch a new successful product? Do you wanna grow to $10 million, $100 million, make Facebook ad works, um, hire a successful employee, you know, whatever it is goal that you're after. And it can also be non-business related. And then conduct what's called a pre-mortem. And so a post-mortem is if something, say, doesn't go well, and then you, know, you get together in a room with whoever and think about like, okay, what didn't go well so we can learn for the future. That's after the fact. But you can instead conduct what's called a pre-mortem, which means you imagine ahead of time that say your goal is to get from nothing to a million dollars in sales in a year with a new business. And then you think, okay, I tried like heck, and then um, imagine this thing fails. I put, say, 20 grand into it, and then at the end of the year, it's a complete disaster, I lose all my money. Then you think, okay, if that is the outcome, why did that happen? This is a hypothetical thing. And that allows you to work backwards. Like, oh, well, maybe I got too distracted. Or maybe the product was no good. Or maybe I couldn't, nobody wanted to buy it. Or maybe I couldn't make the marketing channel work. Or maybe I got you know, something else going on in my life. So then you start thinking like, okay, if those are the things that could cause me to fail, how do I avoid those things? You know, the quote that you would keep hearing is, I think it was Charlie Munger that kept saying, um, just tell me where, where I'm going to die so that I never go there, <laughs> basically. And so the same idea kind of here. Tell me how I'm going to fail so that I avoid those things, which can sometimes be simpler than figuring out all the different ways you can possibly succeed. Uh, I believe he or some other people have given the example when it comes to happiness. So it's like, how do I be happy? How do I have a better life? You know, one thing, one thing to think about instead is like, rather than how do I be happy, like how do I be miserable? Well, you screw people over, you lie to people, 
you uh, cheat on your spouse, you gamble all your money away. So it's like, okay, these are the pretty obvious things. Let's not do those. And then my life is probably going to be pretty good. That's a simpler problem to solve sometimes. And another way to do the same exact thing other than the pre-mortem is to think in terms of probabilities. I find this one incredibly beneficial for entrepreneurs because you may be like, oh man, I'm going to put all my money in this new product because I'm for sure it's going to be successful. Or some people investing in crypto, um, you know, things like that. They're, they're incredibly successful, but it's like, if you force yourself to think in terms of probability, like what do you think is the probability of this thing actually working out? Um, I've mentioned before that after selling $350 million worth of stuff online, I'm still not sure what products or marketing campaigns are going to work. And so for me, if I'm launching a new product, I may be really confident it's going to work. But if I force myself to think like, what is, what a probability I think is, is actually going to work. And I'm like, maybe 20%. And then I'm like, what percent of products have worked for me in the past? Maybe 10%. And so somewhere in there is how I should bet accordingly. If there's literally only a 10 to 20% chance this product or marketing campaign is going to work, then I shouldn't bet the whole business on it. Maybe I should, I should still do it. Um, if I believe that that risk is worth a huge reward, but knowing that there's no guarantee this thing is going to work out. And so instead I'm like, okay, then maybe I'll only bet a small portion of the company's resources to see if this thing works out. Then once it proves itself to be one of those winners, then I can double down, increase my sort of risk there and stuff like that. I recommend doing the same exact thing here is to think in terms of like, what do you think is the real probability this thing is going to work? Um, what are the probability of different outcomes? It could do extremely well. It could do mediocre. It could do somewhere on the low side. Maybe get some outside, uh, outside opinions from other people that have experience in the same thing. That's going to allow you to sort of take risk accordingly. Because um, you still want to try stuff, but it doesn't mean you should bet the farm every time. So once you figure out what you want to focus on and you're kind of putting all your attention there and you decided this is the thing you want to do, start thinking about how you can invert because this is going to help you um, avoid some of the heartache along the way. For example, we had a, a member of ours that her business was taking off. It was on this new marketing channel. It was kind of new for her, but it was exploding. She had really nailed this product market fit somehow or another. And like her business went from nothing to like 40,000 uh, a month in sales, like out of nowhere. And then she was like, Matt, she was like, how do I make this thing like even more successful? I'm like, look, I was like, after all, this may not have been what she wanted to hear, but I was like, after all my experience, I think right now, and she's very young, I was like, you should be thinking more about like, how could this thing fall apart? Because it's going to naturally grow based on where you're at now. But what is more likely to happen is this thing's going to implode um, because of some basic things. Uh, payment processor, which actually ended up being her issue. She got her PayPal account suspended and had all kinds of issues. So if she would have thought about this ahead of time, it would have been like, okay, how do I have redundancies on the payment processing side? Because if I get my payment processing account shut down, then I'm out of business. And so then she had money held up by the payment processor, couldn't pay for inventory, and the whole thing exploded. Just as I unfortunately kind of predicted, I didn't know that was going to be a particular issue, but that is a common issue, uh, especially in her market for a business that's taking off. Um, the other things that could have happened is she could have had customer service, you know, some weird issue kind of blow up on customer service and she hasn't built a team or infrastructure or scalability on there. Whole thing implodes. She starts getting all kinds of bad things happening. BBB complaints, negative reviews, all that kind of stuff. And so it's like, sometimes it's more helpful to think if you got a good thing going, how do you keep it going by predicting ahead of times the thing that could go wrong? A lot of times we don't want to do this. It's not that exciting. We just want to keep pushing down and doubling down on success. But having as much experience as I've had now, 
sometimes I think it's a lot better to think about like when something's going well, how do you make sure that it doesn't completely fall apart? Because almost all of your results are going to come from milking this thing over the long term, as opposed to how fast can you sprint in the next six months. So take this principle to heart. Whenever you're trying to succeed at something, also think about how do I not fail at this? And I believe you'll have a lot, a much easier journey as an entrepreneur. So to get all these episodes for free and all future um, strategies and tactics that I have to share with you, please subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or subscribe to my YouTube channel and I'll see you next time.